0: Blog Talk Radio. 15 to 34 Brickyard Road. We've also got a 390 and a 314. We've seen parties before, but this ain't nothing like we've ever seen. It's off the the chain, crazy, insane, hickory party with the whole damn gang. Change
1: with his rendition of Off the Chain. My friend, the music guy, Christopher Plain, turned me on to that song. He said, Yvonne I heard it and it was so you. Welcome to the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday night. It's off the chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we are ready for a rockin' hour. I am so excited to have this author with us tonight, but we will get to him shortly. I want to say thank you. I know, I know, I know. All y'all just say, Yvonne, would you stop with the thank yous? No, I won't. And the reason is because I am so grateful. Y'all just don't know. This radio show was a five-year dream, and it is especially now that I can no longer do events because, as most of you know, my husband is very, very ill, and the only way that I can stay out there is to do this show. I say it's not my show because y'all own it. Y'all the guests. Y'all the 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 listeners. Y'all own this show. It is your show. Today we reached one hundred twenty eight thousand one hundred ninety seven listeners. You put that with all the podcasts that we show up on now, which is iTunes and YouTube and FM dot com and TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast dot com, Spreaker, SoundCloud, MixCloud, Podcast Garden. Our Heart Radio, Reverb Nation, we're at 200,000 listeners and over 200 countries. We have almost covered up South America and listeners. And on this show, just here on, on Blog Talk Radio, God Love You Australia, sending you hugs and kisses via my flying monkeys. They are our biggest listening base. They have been so loyal since the beginning of this show. And we are in our second year, ladies and gentlemen, and Australia to be our biggest listening base at 90-plus percent. With that being said, I have to give a plug to a band that is from Australia called the Teskey Brothers. These guys are magnificent. If you've never heard them, after the show, go look them up. They sound like they should be in the Delta or they should be down on Bourbon Street in New Orleans because they can sing the blues like nobody else. They are absolutely marvelous. So check them out. And Australia, I love you. Thank you. Now I know y'all are saying, Yvonne, we want to get on the show. Okay. There's there's two ways you can get on the show. One, come on as a guest, whether you're an artist, an author or a musician or political person have a passion a cause or you just want to talk for an hour i'll do it i don't mind contact me at off the chain radio at yahoo.com but understand i'm already booking shows for december for january december is just about filled i only have one or two slots for month you know it's a silly season so we're already rolling into 2019 which is absolutely amazing but that being said you can get on the show a different way. You can become a sponsor for the show for 10 bucks a month. I will run your ad either as an MP3 format or I'll send me it word form and I'll I'll do the ad myself for for 10 bucks a month. I don't I don't want to get rich on this. I want you all to get exposure, to be heard in all these 200 plus countries. And with that being said, I have to tell you, author Diane Moat, who has been on this show, and I've been running her head for a couple of months now, her books went to number one in Australia, and I firmly believe it was because of this ad. She writes the Sam Holden series, and the first in the series is called Dog Gone, and the second in the series is called Dog Fight. Wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark and where else to protect said animal, she'll be there and... She's not giving up anytime soon So you have been duly warned When Sam Holden receives a tip About a brutal dog fighting ring She embarks on one of her most dangerous Acts of vigilantism yet The monster known as the puppeteer Circles Sam's world While she unknowingly circles his And while they chase each other Is this going to put Those that Sam loves the most In harm's way In order to break up the ring Hmm With time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever leave. That's author Diane Moat on Amazon Kindle, Dog Gone and Dog Fight. The second sponsor that we have, who has been marvelous, she's also been on the show. Her name is Jay Traveler Pelton. And she is the author of the Oberlin Trilogy, with the first of the series being The Infant Conspiracy. In 2018, the Oberlin family, the parents, Noel and Violet, along with their children, are very close-knit in more ways than one. You see, they all work in the family firm. The children are supposed to take over the firm after the brothers return from their hitch with Uncle Sam so the parents can retire. Uh But as things happen, things go south real fast when a savage virus is turned loose on an unsuspecting public. Join the Oberlins as they set out to make the world a safer place. That's J. Traveler Pelton, The Infant Conspiracy, the first in the Oberlin trilogy, also on Amazon. The third um, sponsor, John Isaac Jones. He also has been on this show and he wrote this neat little short story book that can only be found on Amazon Kindle. It's called Alabama Stories. And the the book is entertaining, it's educational, it's it's a fun little read because he he writes the stories through the eyes of a twelve year old boy in rural Alabama. And I have been in the area. So it's all very real to me I can see it all in my mind's eye So check him out John Isaac Jones Alabama Stories Now that we've got all the housekeeping out of the way I want to welcome my guest tonight Who was had been slated to be on the show Way back when my husband tried to leave us And I walked through heaven and hell And Raised a little bit of cane and kept him with me for a while Because he promised me 30 years And he's only 13 years into that 30-year sentence So he's still got quite a ways to go Like 17 years worth So, yeah, we're keeping him around a while But this gentleman, who is an author He doesn't live that far from me He lives about an hour up the road from me His name is Robert Thompson And he is a self-published author and he published his first crime drama paperback, The Adam Cricone Adventure Chronicle, available to buy on Amazon. And he also has written another book called Past Living, which is a sci-fi travel romantic thriller. We will be talking about that. He lived in, He's lived in Florida for 45 years, and he hails from Baltimore, Maryland, one of my favorite cities. He's married to his beautiful wife, Kimberly, has his own writing business, and in his spare time, he reads sci-fi, fantasy, action, and See, I can't talk tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Action, adventure, and crime drama stories. So he had me from crime drama stories. Robert, welcome to the show, and thank you for your patience.
2: Hello, how are you doing tonight?
1: I am good. So let's. So just, am I. Yeah, Let's just jump right in with both feet, as let's step way back into history. Was writing something that you wanted to do? was it part of your planned journey, or was it something that you came to realize that you had to do in order to keep yourself sane?
2: Well, what got me into writing was reading at age ten. I started to read books because I grew up because I grew up with a speech impediment, and sometimes I couldn't get my words out. But, but one day I realized that uh, reading was a wonderful little metaphor. Hello.
1: You are absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. When. Yes. When you found yourself reading, um. Did you find that your brain slowed down? Because we know that a speech impediment is nothing but the brain short-circuiting. You heard me screw up your intro because my brain decided to take a vacation. I don't know where it went, but fortunately it came back for the time being. (laughs) did, Did you find your brain slowing down so that the words didn't tumble out like a bunch of mini balls that they were formed in and articulated and it was easier to speak
2: yeah it was yes it was very much
1: all right let's let's step further back in history because you know the show reaches a lot of people and and I am an anti-bullying freak i can't stand anybody man woman child I agree. animal to be bullied because of a flaw, because we're all flawed. As as, you, as I told you, sometimes I can't speak either, and I've learned to laugh at myself, but I see people People can be very cruel about that which they don't understand. Tell me about it. So you, were you, see, there I go again. Growing up, were you bullied because you had a uniqueness about you? And I don't call it a hand. Handicap, but your uniqueness is your brain goes so fast that sometimes the words just don't come out right.
2: I had a problem. I was bullied a lot. It was I. I had a crazy childhood.
1: Do you feel like talking yeah. about it a little bit? I'm, you
2: know, I'm fifty one. I can talk about it. I don't mind.
1: Okay, so. How was your child, because again, we we reach a lot of people, and people want to know about you because you're the brand, your books are just the product, and they want to understand about Robert, who you are, why you are, and, and why you do what you do, so how was your childhood crazy?
2: I was pretty shy. I, I didn't open up. Well, I didn't open up a lot as a child because I thought people were out to get me, and people didn't understand me because... As I was growing up, I started reading TV guides and all sorts of things, and I felt different, really, from the other children. So sometimes I kept to myself, and isol- I kind of isolated myself a little bit as I was growing up as as a child.
1: Why did you feel different? And, again, this is educational for other people because I'm, it, it, well, yeah. it, so at some point we all feel different sometimes i'm lonely in a crowd and i have to stop and thank yvonne it's it's you it's not them because i don't think that like you i don't think people understand me for the most part and as i've gotten older i've gotten where i really don't care sometimes i don't understand myself but how did how did you feel different from the other children was the the uniqueness about you was the speech impediment a hindrance? Did you feel like that the kids made fun of you? Or did you just feel like they didn't understand
2: Robert? Well, kids didn't understand me because I used to stutter a lot. They would make fun of it, and it really hurt my feelings. I really didn't like it. And, I just, and it made me want to get away from people and stay home more. And then I just and, isolated and, myself to protect myself. And, and,
1: Well, let me ask you this In the end The end result of that Would it be fair to say That you did yourself more harm Trying to protect yourself Because you could not Work on the speech impediment And and talk with people And learn how to control it Because you were so afraid of the bullying Which, as you know I, I detest bullying we all me are too. flawed. Every one of us are flawed. Oh yeah. I mean, look at me. I can't even carry on a conversation sometimes. <laughs> but the,
2: we're all the, human. We're all well. We're, we're all something.
1: We are. We are all something, and we're all worthwhile, and we all have something to contribute. And I, I think many times are. Not many times because bullying comes in all forms and for all reasons. But one of the things that I have learned in my lifetime is the reason that that children bully other children is they don't understand. And we always are afraid of that which we don't understand. If one of the children had taken time to let you articulate your words, to form your thoughts, and to... Articulate them in whatever time it took you to articulate them that would have helped you and helped them,
2: yeah I agree
1: so so ladies and gentlemen, understand we have a very my husband and I have a very good friend, and he also has a speech impediment he stutters and when when someone stutters It could be a short circuit in in the brain It could be from a, a traumatic brain injury It could be from PTSD, PTSD. Or it could be like me That I, my brain runs like a, a rat in a wheel And it gets going so fast And when I get tired it goes on shut down it says, hey stupid, I'm not playing with you anymore and i cannot articulate my words so i have learned how to do sign language and those that love me and understand me they translate it <laughs> it gets hysterical around here sometimes
0: <laughs> because
1: i'm drawing pictures in the air <laughs> but i've learned i have learned that it's you know i'm okay i'm enough i'm okay the way i am and i hope as you've gotten older and as you have learned that that people are just people that it you're okay. You're you're perfect just the way you are.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Now let me ask you this. Let's go back to reading as a child. When you read, did you read out loud? Did you read to yourself? in order to practice your speech so that you could get the the impediment under control. So to help someone else in case they say, well, you know, I have this, this uniqueness, how can I work on it?
2: Well, the one thing is I read to myself, and I would try to figure the words out, and it kind of worked out. The more I read, the more flow I got of what I was reading. I would read anything like a child's book or a novel or a TV guide, and the reading just came to me. I just really enjoyed reading. It helped me out. And the more I was reading, the more the more articulate I got. Perfect.
1: And, and like you, I read anything I get my hands on. Dictionaries, encyclopedias. I'm always reading
2: something. I'm always yes. reading something.
1: And, and, Internet, and reading anything. anything. And, and words are powerful. Would you not agree? Yes. Now, do you originally from Baltimore? It's one of the most beautiful cities in the United States.
2: Yes, I am.
1: What made you come all the way down south?
2: It was my mother. My mother was a single parent at at the time.
1: Ah, and and she moved to Florida to get work.
2: She wanted to start a new life with with me and my brother.
1: Uh Aha, that makes perfect sense. So, what better place to start a new life than paradise?
2: Yeah, I've been in Florida for 46 years, and I love it.
1: Uh, Me too. I've been down here for 13, and I don't. As much as I love Georgia, that's where I'm from. That's where I was born. I was raised. I don't. I can't live there full time anymore because it gets too cold.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I like that. I
1: like that. You, I can't stand the cold, so I live in paradise.
2: Yeah, I've been ladies here for a very guys, long time.
1: Yes, ladies, we're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen, because um we're going to come back and talk to Robert some more and we are going and I've got some announcements to make. So if you will bear with us, we will be right Here at Off the Chain, I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, author Robert Thompson, and he he has some exciting books.
0: Do you have cougars on your porch swing? (coughs) Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit QuinnWildlifeArt.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot.
2: Horses See Ghosts by Gannat Wise Tommy Chong once said, When you hit a groove, it's not you, it's the spirit world.
0: Thanks, spirit world, for horses see ghosts.
2: Amazon, horses see ghosts. A struggling city, its beloved baseball team, an antique camera, and photos from that camera that bear an image from the pit of hell. An entity only a select few can see. Journalism professor Buddy Cullen is determined to track this demon down. But who is the hunter and who is the prey? And who will be the next target of mankind's mortal foe? Mortal Foe. Available at Amazon.com
0: Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful
1: guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio. To learn more about our books, the And I Thought series and the Misfit Guides, they're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona. and Jade and our books. <laughs> You're really so silly, silly. you silly. Remember you that That's funny. Remember to visit us at
0: andwethought.com The year 1888 the place London's East End. Dead and mutilated bodies are popping up all over from Stamford to Whitechapel. Jack the Ripper is leaving his mark. And the city's on edge. Yvonne Mason is back with a tale of murder and millinery. The Rhodes Hat Factory is booming while the body count rises. Why now? How are these hats connected? Has the Hatter gone mad? Mad Hatter, Yvonne Mason. Available now on Amazon.com. And we are back.
1: With Off The Chain, I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Arthur Robert Thompson. And yes, that was a piece of shameless promotion. The reason being, the Mad Hatter is going into audio production. And I have to say, the gentleman that is doing the audio book is absolutely magnificent. He is from London. He knows... The East End of London And I have given him literary license To make any corrections that I screwed up Because I'm not from that area But it should be out before the end of the year I'm so excited And also, ladies and gentlemen My short story, Blood Alley Has gone into another bit of production Colin Martin With the Satanic Player Society They are going to be performing That little short story on their online show The Satanic Player Society As soon as I get the information I will let you know I am so excited about that So with that we will return to our guest tonight Author Robert Thompson Who is sitting down with us for the first time And I am so grateful for his patience Robert, before Wednesday break We were talking about um, you and moving to Florida And living in Florida What did you do before you became a writer? What was your your field of employment?
2: My field of employment was working working in fast food restaurants, jobs, uh, fast food. I worked in, eventually I became a writer at, at 15. I started writing short stories.
1: Really? Do tell.
2: I started writing when I was fifteen. My reading that I've been doing, like I told you before, no, totally before the break. All uh-huh. the reading developed into writing, and I started to have this writing short stories on notebook paper. This is before the computer age. This is the writing on notebook paper thing, and the old and the old typewriters, and using the old. Electric typewriter And uh, I was writing On paper stories all the time I was just writing out stories Every day
1: And When did I know that you haven't been published that long When did you first become published
2: I got published in 2017
1: So Ladies and gentlemen, he is indeed a newbie and we are so grateful that he did put his work out there for people to read because he has some interesting interesting stories. The the one that you just put out, The Adam Corson Corson Adam
2: Corson Adventure Chronicles
1: Yes, thank you. See, I, my brain just went stupid there for a minute. I have not written happens. down. I can't even read my own writing. We're all human.
2: We're all human. Tell
1: me, tell me about that book because I pulled it up, and I know it's a collection of short stories, correct?
2: Yes. Yes, it is. It's a bunch of um, – it's from a series. It's a bunch of crimes. It's, it's, it's all about a um, – A crime victim who becomes a private investigator and it's a 17 short stories that take place in South Florida because I used to live in South Florida when I I grew up in South Florida so that's where I got the basis to set a crime series and number one is I watch a lot of forensic file on HLN and that's where I got the ideas
1: nice so
2: I watch a lot of crime shows I read crime books I, I watch forensic all the time. I watch. I, wa- I I grew up watching CSI, CSI Miami, all sorts of all sorts of crime shows, and I based it on the crimes, and I put my spin on it.
1: Well done. So the the main character's name is Adam.
2: Adam Cressone, and he's an older character in it. He's sixty seven. Oh, really? He's 67, 68, and he's married with a wife, and his wife is a prosecutor, attorney.
1: And I'm sure they get into all kinds of um, adventures or misadventures, as the case may be.
2: Yes, they do. They, yeah, they're a married couple that work on cases. She gets to prosecute the cases in which they work on.
1: Do you do, I know you watch a lot of crime shows, but do you do a lot of research um, since since that is one of the things that you love? Do you find yourself doing a lot of research as you're writing your stories?
2: Yeah, uh, I found, for one thing for research, I found your, your story about the Florida killer very interesting. I've been reading that.
1: Which one?
2: On Schaefer. I've been reading the Schaefer book.
1: Oh my goodness, I did not know that. Thank you.
2: I love it. i so far I've got a little deep into it. It's it's a very interesting book. It it's a truly magnificent book.
1: Robert, you just gave me two months. Ladies and gentlemen, the book that Robert is talking about is called Silent Scream. I've been on television for months with that. That book, and um, it is about Florida's first serial—the victims of Florida's first serial killer, Gerard Schaefer. Now, my husband is the one that helped prosecute. He was the lead investigator on that case, and wow. he and yes, he and Bob Stone, a friend of his, prosecuted that case. So wow. as you get in the as you get in the book, you will see his picture. His name is Jack Sewell. So that that book has him in it. Wow. It's because of him I wrote that book.
2: I love the book. I think it's wonderful. So far, I'm learning about this Schaefer guy. He's an interesting killer. It's just his background. I'm, I'm getting into his background a little bit, and that. It's so hard. I I can't even drop it.
1: Oh my goodness! Well, it it's when I write true crime, I don't write. I love a true vanilla.
2: crime. I love true crime.
1: Well, I I don't write vanilla. When you get into that book, you're going to get the nitty gritty, all the the. Horror and everything those girls went through because if it's written vanilla, people can't feel even a tenth of the pain those girls felt. So, you are going to get an education, my friend.
2: I love it. I love true crime novels. I love, I, I'm i always downloading ebooks on true crime, and all the time I downloaded your book on ebook, and I'm always downloading true crime because true crime. It's fascinating where do you get these ideas and why these people commit these crimes is beyond me. <laughs>
1: They're evil. They are so evil. It, 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 that is my background. My background is criminal justice with a side on serial killers because serial killers, their mind fascinates me because someone that just goes out and, and does a drive-by shooting, that's, it's it's, More like a a spur of the moment thing You have the thought, you go to it But serial killers plan their crimes And they practice their crimes And they become perfectionists at their crimes And I got interested in them Way back when I studied Jack the Ripper Years and years and years ago When I was a kid So, Robert, you made my night, my friend Thank you
2: I really enjoyed. I start reading the other. I have, I have a, I have a, I have it on my Kindle.
1: Well, you know, there's another one that I wrote that took place here. I've written three of them, but the, the, there's another one that took place here in Fort Pierce. That's called The Last Rights, and it is also a true crime. Wow,
2: good stuff! Good stuff.
1: There's also Justice for Cindy that took place in Oregon And I also wrote that one So when you get time and you feel like it Download those And they also are very, very brutal But you will find And, and the thing is, Robert The girl in, in The Last rights, She was from Melbourne And Cocoa Beach Wow so, yeah, you'll find a lot of um, places that you know about when you read that book. It will be very familiar to you.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: See, we learn all kinds of things on this show, ladies and gentlemen. You just don't have oh, yeah. it. we
2: come. Yeah, this is an interesting night. Very, It's interesting so far. And it's one yes. thing is I just, I just love true crime. I think people who write this stuff, it's just like, I have a Kindle, and I'm always reading my Kindle all the time. I have like six pages of books totally downloaded onto my Kindle already.
1: Oh, my word. Bless your heart. I'm always well, reading.
2: I'm always reading.
1: And and that is good because that expands your mind. And, and as an author, it is it is good for you to read the things that, that you write about because it, it helps you become a better writer.
2: Yeah, and I thought your uh, crime story on Schaefer—he's an interesting person. And so far, I got into part where he's developing this stuff, and he's—he's he's crazy. Never, I never—I think serial—I think that, that serial killers are fascinating.
1: Yes, they are very fascinating. Their minds and are fascinating. And his
2: mind is very sick. He's a sick man. <laughs> a,
1: a very evil man. Now let me ask you this: You um, also write science fiction, and yes, on the interview you did with with Garrett Parminster, a mutual friend of ours, on Hanging with Webb, love those people. You me were too. talking about a book called *Past Living*. It's a twisted tale of a sci-fi murder mystery. Please tell me about that.
2: It is a work in progress. It still needs work and needs funding. I'm working on funding for it right now. It's about a guy who travels back in time to save his girlfriend from being killed. Mm. It's like trying to find a killer in the past.
1: Before he commits the murder?
2: Yeah. It's a murder mystery, actually. It's, It's actually something that i'm looking at right now but it still needs work i have to do a lot of formatting it just the writing process is unbelievable these days and everything but i'm hopefully i want to get it out sometime this year before the end of the year or something like that i want to get that out
1: yeah you should because sci-fi murder mysteries or the thing now People love to read sci-fi when you add that twist to it 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 just adds another dimension
2: Yeah That's why I wrote it Because I, I, there's something about I'm dedicating it to my wife When I'm done
1: <laughs> Well done Also I heard if I think I heard you I'm, I might be Having another one of those brain farts, but you said your favorite story was Visitor Risk Takers. That's also another sci-fi, correct?
2: Yeah, I want to give an update. Um, that book is out of print on Amazon right now. For some reason, I took it off because, um, but but the readers can get Visitor Risk Takers in an ebook on the Kindle if. If readers are interested in visitor risk takers, it is on Amazon and the Kindle store. It's out of print and paperback. The only copies I have is the ones I have that I will be selling at the book fair.
1: And speaking of the book fair, tell the folks when that's going to be and where it's going to be.
2: Okay, I live in, this is for anyone who lives in Prevard County. It's going to be on the 28th of July at the West Melbourne P- P- Public Library from one to three in the afternoon, and, and I'm going to be there. And uh, as I said, my uh, Visitor Risk Taker is out of print on Amazon; is only available on ebook now. So, Visitor Risk Takers is now available on ebook on Amazon. And it's a nice book fair with Valerie and my friends, and you get to meet the author, and it's you know, something fun, book fairs. It's like summer reading, everybody's doing things, and I just want to get out there and, and and meet some readers because I have a great readership and everything. So the book fair is going to be at a nice library location, which I'm looking forward to very much in eight days
1: yeah it is in eight days. Wow, gee, I don't know where this month has gone. Okay, let's talk about dangerous rivalries. What is that one about?
2: That's an ebook series that I wrote. It's on ebook amazon it's 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 the origins of Adam Crissone. It's in four segments. It's on the Kindle ebook
1: and it it uh, is would we would it be fair to call it a uh, a prelude to the current book
2: yes yes it is because you have to understand that to understand the book because the adam the adam Creson, the adam Creson Adventure chronicles is the continuing i have i have mostly the adam Crisson's in ebooks cuz i started out on amazon as an ebook author and then i went into print later on
1: now if someone were to read the adam crosson adventure chronicles first and then went back and picked up dangerous rivalries robber- see i can't talk dangerous rivalries would it confuse them
2: it won't confuse them. This is it's pretty straightforward. Uh, the Adam Crisone Adventure Chronicles is tells the stories, and you get to learn about the e the e books. It's not confusing. They can, yeah, the readers can read it straight away. But they can also they can look at my e books that I did on Adam Crisone. They can look at those too, just to enjoy it.
1: Now. What, other than um, past living, which you're working on, what else have you got dancing around in your head? Because as an author, I know that you've got more than one book dancing around in your head, just fighting to get out. What else have you got coming down the road?
2: Well, I just completed a rough draft of Justice Blues, uh, a a crime thriller. That i wrote it's going to be on ebook it's called justice P- P- lose j u s t i c e e l u e s justice, P- P- justice P- P- lose it's an interesting story about a criminal that gets away with murder Ooh. it hasn't been edited but i um i plan to return to editing soon I'm just sitting on it for a few weeks sometimes After a writer finishes a rough draft, they just don't touch it for a couple weeks.
1: Tell me about it. I have done that many times because what happens is, and I don't know if, if this happens to you or not, but it happens to me. Once I finish the first draft, if I go back immediately and start messing with it, I screw it up. I just have to sort of let it sit there and simmer and let the characters decide what I need to take out, what I need to add, what I need to flesh out, yeah. and then go back and work on it some more.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. But I have something in the works, and I'm going to put it out on ebook. It's a novelette. It's a novelette. I, so
1: when you go to um, to the event in Melbourne, you're going to let folks know that they can also – Download your books off of Kindle I love Kindle I'm going to tell you My husband, since he can't read anymore Because he's going blind Our Kindle has been like a a lifeline to him Because downloading audio books like crazy Because he loves Me too, me
2: too, me too I'm always downloading books
1: Do you Now I know you read sci-fi You read crime books What other books do you read for pleasure and then to get ideas from, to, to write for?
2: I Well, I read Doctor Who and Star Trek novels. Ooh. I'm a big Whovian. I've been a Doctor Who fan ever since I was 13 years old.
1: Has he been around that long?
2: I'm a Doctor Who fan. Live and, live and breathe. I... I grew up on Doctor Who as a teenager, as a preteen.
1: I didn't know that Doctor Who had been around that He's many
2: years. He's still around. Years. Yeah, Doctor Who is still here in America and around the world. I've been a fan of the Star Trek and the Doctor Who novels. That's where I get the sci-fi ideas. That's where I read really because I grew up reading Star Trek novels and Doctor Who novels and I'm always reading a book. I'm constantly reading things and watching and, and the world influences and all sorts of things.
1: When you are immersed in reading, I find myself, and this is horrible, I find myself mentally Editing the book? Do you do that? Never. Oh, I do. I I can't help it because a few things. I'm. They need to rewrite this. (laughs) I'm terrible.
2: Everybody's everybody's human, you know.
1: Well, it's the OCD that kicks in. It just. I'm going, they've got kind of a reword this And then when I'm doing my own And I think I've edited it right And I send it off to my editor And she calls me up and she says Yvonne, did you mean to write this this way? And I said, what way? And she'll read it to me I said, I didn't write that there. She said, yes, you did
0: <laughs>
1: Because yeah, what happens is is I transfer letters I get... I, I know what I'm thinking. I'm spelling it the right way, and in my mind, I am. But when, by the time the the thought process gets to my fingers, I haven't spelt it right at all. Yeah. Do you, do you find yourself doing that?
2: Well, in writing, yes, definitely sometimes. Sometimes I, you no, know, not rarely, not really much. But once I'm editing and working on things, I just I, I just. What the final copy is, what the final copy is. I just see as it is, and I just did the best I could.
1: (laughs) Well, tell me this: Do you? Who are your biggest fans? Is it the younger crowd? Is it a mix? Is it an older crowd? Because I know sci-fi has its own um, its own market.
2: Yeah, sci-fi does have its own market. Yeah, I usually appeal to all ages with my stuff—not the kid stuff, not the kid level, but the yeah, but the adult stuff. I'm mostly into adult writing, but but I do but I do converge into young adult really sometimes.
1: Have you ever thought about um, writing a young adult novel?
2: Well, actually, I did something a few months back. I did write a young adult ebook story. And what was that about? Uh, what was that about? It was, was called Writing about? Journey. Uh, it was a, a coming-of-age story about a 15-year-old boy and a girl that meet in high school and fall in love. But it's, it's pretty decent. It's, it's a young adult. It's called Writing Journey writing journey uh it's a it's an amazon ebook that i wrote that i wrote on um wrote uh, that i wrote for amazon it's on there it's and uh it it is available if anyone wants to read it
1: let's see if i can pull it up hold on just a second
2: <laughs> okay
1: 'cause um we do have a lot of um young people that listen to this show and really? I know that guests yeah, we we have a great dynamic of um of people from all walks of life that listen to this show. So if um if you write for young adult then that will give you yet another avenue.
2: To, it was my um, first dabble it was fun. I enjoyed it.
1: And, uh, seeing if I can find it, I'm not having good luck with it. What's the name of it?
2: Writing Journey. W R I T I N G Journey. Isn't it is it its a Kindle Store ebook? I started out writing ebooks. That's a, and I love Amazon very much.
1: Yes, they're very good. There it is,
2: right? I work with them. Yes, that's it.
1: Um, it's a nineteen eighties young adult high school drama short story set in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. About a fifteen year old boy and a fifteen year old girl who meet and fall in love in the beginning of their high school life. Well done.
2: I did just something I wanted to do with this. I grew up. I was in love with a girl in high school, and it kind of reflected on me, so I wrote something about it.
1: Well done.
2: It's Look interesting. Look
1: you. Isn't it? Yes. I've got everything. Do you yeah, you, I are, you are a well-rounded author, Robert, I'm going to tell you. Well, Thank you. You are not going to believe this, my friend, but we are getting to the end of our hour. What I need for you to do is tell the folks where you can be found and where and we know your books can be found on Kindle, but tell the folks where you can be found.
2: Okay, okay, um where 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 do I start? Where do I start here? Uh uh I like to say go out and purchase the Adam Chrisson Adventure Chronicles on Amazon com. It's in paperback and it is on ebook. And my and Adam and, and Dangerous Rivalries is also on the Adam Crisson Adventures. Is also on ebook too and the Kindle and on the Amazon the Kindle store.
1: And you are going to be in um melbourne
2: west melbourne on july 28th at the right, summer sign and sell the book fair i will be there
1: so uh, ladies and gentlemen go and check robert out um and and get his books because he is an independent author and we all support each other and and he's a he's a newbie in this he hasn't been out very long, so download his books, check him out on Facebook he's on he's on Facebook under Robert Thompson, and he will be at the West Melbourne Library at the end of the, in eight days. There's a big event that's going on up there with a group of friend of of. Group of friends of mine. I cannot talk, Robert. I'm losing it here. And oh. um, check all these folks out. As yes, all of you check know, check them out,
2: including me, including exactly, me, and check them out too.
1: That too, that too. Check be, and be I'm sure and check Robert out. I'm spreading the word about
2: it. I'm spreading the word about it
1: yep you are indeed you are he is he's worked very hard to get himself out there, and he is a brand new writer so so show Robert some love and check his books out on Amazon and check him out on Facebook now tomorrow night um what's tomorrow night saturday Saturday night here on off the chain at eight o'clock Eastern daylight time, we will have author Mitchell levy. On the show He also, it's the first time he's been on the show So tune in and show him some love And Robert, don't hang up But when the show goes dark Because some things I need to tell you After we get offline But I do want to thank you so so much For being on the show And for being so patient with me And thank you for reading my book That was an unexpected
2: book I support all authors. I support anyone, but the book is brilliant. The book is totally brilliant.
1: Thank you, darling. Now, you do know that if you go on the Investigation Discovery Channel that you can – I have
2: seen the special. I have seen your special.
1: Okay. So you know what? There's two of them. I've been on there twice.
2: Wow. You get around Um, on TV.
1: If if I can find the first one I'll send you the link. Um if I can remember what the name of it was. That was oh lord that was several years ago. So I'll see if I can hunt that one down and send you the link to, so you can pull it up.
2: Yeah. I see, like ladies it very gentlemen,
1: much. You are quite welcome. We learned so much on this show. You that's why we call it off the chain. I want to thank each and every one of you. I want to thank Robert for being on the show. He's been such a wonderful, enlightening, educational guest and and someone who's willing to talk about things that for most people they try to hide. I mean, we are flawed. Y'all know I'm flawed. Y'all have heard me stutter. Y'all have heard me forget my name half the time. But we are who we are. And in this day and age, when... We accept ourselves, then we can accept each other Because all of us are on a journey And on that journey, we meet people And once we have learned that we're okay the way we are That we are enough Then it's easier for us to accept others on their journey And understand they are also enough And that they have a purpose We all have a purpose in life. We're all part of that fabric of human nature. We're all the fabric of the past, present, and the future. So remember that as you go about your daily lives. And and moms and dads, teach your children how to be tolerant, how to be patient, how to be kind, and how to help someone else on their journey. They're never too young to learn that. As a, as a sibling of someone who was challenged, that was a difficult lesson for a lot of kids to learn who are friends because if they made fun of our brother, there were five of us. And if they made fun of our brother, they had to deal with all of us. When you messed with one of us, you messed with all of us. So that's the way it should be. That lesson was handed down to my children Who handed it down to their children You see how that works It becomes generational Negative and positive becomes generational So while you're on this journey Remember this People will forget your name They will forget what you look like They will forget what you're wearing But they will never ever ever forget how you've made them feel And it is my prayer That my guests that come on this show And that the people who listen to this show all over the world know you're the most important person in the room. And it is because of each and every one of you all that this show is successful. It is not because of me. So I want to thank you for that. But make someone else's day special. Also, if you want to achieve greatness, permission, because nobody's going to give it to you, go out and get it, whether it's, Garbage collector, rocket scientist, president, I don't care Go out and get it because no one is going to give you permission to be great But before you go out and get it, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am special Don't just feel special, be special Because each and every one of you are and with that being said, I want to say thank you again to Arthur Robert Thompson. It was his first time on the show. He did thank beautifully you very much. You are welcome. And this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we will be back tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time with Arthur Mitchell Levy. So go and enjoy the rest of your evening and join us again tomorrow evening at 8 o'clock. Until then... Robert and I want to wish you all a most enjoyable end. And we say good night.
2: Good night. Hello?
1: Okay. We're now off the air. But anything we say is going to show up in the archive part of the show. But what I wanted to tell you is when I get off from here and the show goes into archives. Once it archives, I'm going to put the link on my page, and I am going to tag you in it. Take that link and send it out to everybody that you know so they can listen to the show. Tomorrow, I'm going to put it up on several podcasts. I will also post those links and tag you in them. Send them out to everybody you know.
2: Okay. Cool.
1: That is... that is how you get exposure
2: Wow Awesome
1: Alright my darling
2: Thank you so much
1: You are welcome And I will send you a date for next year And we'll get you back on the show And see where you are in life
2: Thank you so much I enjoyed myself very much
1: And it went by fast too didn't it Oh yeah And you were nervous for nothing <laughs>
2: I talk about my work. It makes me happy.
1: Oh there you go. All right, dear, and I will find that other um that other segment on the ID channel and see if I can get it and send it to you, okay?
2: Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Robert, and we'll talk later.
2: You too. Have a great one.
1: You too. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Bye.